0: there we go so we're back again for another friday night counter-attack episode and this one is for basically just for the pre-season when the euros are finished and the premier league hasn't started yet so we're just looking at doing some episodes for what we can listen to in the summer whilst. We're all relaxing. England have won the European Championships. Man United have signed Harry Kane <laughs> and, and Declan Rice. So I just thought I'd get my cousin Adil on again, and I thought let's just have some fun. I wanted more cousins than one, to be fair, but I'm glad I've got I've got one better than none. But Adil, how are you today? You're right. I'm very well. Thank you. Very, I'm very, very well. I'm very well as, as well. My eye is fine, so I'm I'm glad I'm seeing with both my eyes properly. I don't have to don't have to shut my eyes out in any way, but it's perfectly fine. Um, but people probably guess from the title, we're going to be discussing our teams from past decades in the Premier League. So it's not really a debate. I wouldn't say it's a debate. It's just more a casual discussion of how we appreciated players from the past. And now we're in the year 2021, a whole new decade yeah. of football is coming up. We're going to see a whole new generation of stars. And I thought it'd be nice to just have a little throwback and have a look and see at all the plays that we've gone through. So um, you were very kind to have a look at the players from the years 2000 to 2009. And i wanted to go through the years from 2010 to 2019 or whichever <laughs> decades we would do so um yeah. we'll do like a little 11 aside each and we'll just see how it goes from there and see if our knowledge is any good if we would have anything uh better in the teams or anything worse in our teams but the one rule i'd like to set out is the one rule i'd like to set out is you can only pick a maximum of three players from one club so you can't do like six, seven players from Chelsea, or six, seven players from the Invincibles, or whatever it is you're doing. But you have to be three players from each club to keep it a bit of variety and keep it a bit fresh as well, because everyone knows mo- mostly what kind of players you'd be picking in these teams. Yeah. So um, let's start all the way from your team as well. So we won't go one by one. We'll just go for your whole team, then I'll go through my whole team, and we'll just discuss in between. So um, just tell us your goalkeeper for your uh, team of the decade from the 2000s, 2009, I believe it was
1: goalkeepers are a hard choice from that decade actually there were quite a few good ones in the Premier League there were very
0: there were very few great ones as well which is nice yeah.
1: to hear as well I've I've got a short list and it's like I think I have three or four on there let's hear, I've it, got, let's hear it I've got Edwin van der Sar mm-hmm. was phenomenal the, the years he was at Man United and at Fulham mm. at Fulham mm. Petr Cech of course
0: one of the best goalkeepers Chelsea have ever had probably one of the best the Premier League's ever had as well Amazing yeah, keeper.
1: Got on the Jens Lehmann from Arsenal, the invincible goalkeeper. Invincible squad.
0: He still couldn't break um, into that Germany team behind Oliver Kahn, so it took him, yeah. it took him ages to get into that first team.
1: And um, another one that I'm going to just pick because he was quite good at that time was Shea Given. Shay Given,
0: yeah, yeah, I'd say he was the best of the rest out of those three. I'd happily keep yeah. him at fourth, but let's discuss the goalkeepers that you got. So Jens Lehmann. He was at Arsenal for God knows how long. It mean, like 2002 when David Seaman retired. Yeah. Uh, David Seaman retired and then Jens Lehmann came in. And there it was there until 2008 or so, 2009 or so. And obviously he was mm. a keeper. He was a big, broad keeper for Arsenal where he was literally that keeper in the title winning season, the unbeaten season, of course. I think he won an FA Cup as well.
1: Yeah. Against
0: Man United as well. So he was someone that was really at the forefront of Arsenal's defence at the time. And obviously, uh, it was someone that they haven't really, they didn't really replace properly. And they've got Bernd Leno at the moment, who's a very good goalkeeper. But at the time, goalkeepers were big and brooding and Jens Lehmann was a quintessential part of that invincible team. So mm-hmm. out of out of the three that you've got, would you place Jens Lehmann one, two or three on your list of top goalkeepers from Van Czech, or Jens Lehmann? If it's one, we can just skip the other two. But if it's below one, we can discuss the other two. I think it's number three, number three
1: on that <laughs> list. Okay. Yeah.
0: So this is this is a tricky one. Because do you do you go objective
1: or because the other two it? were so much more consistent than Lehman. Mm-hmm. they did it for what, five six years on the bounce. Petr Cech did Maybe it longer. for good.
0: did it for a good ten years, I'd say.
1: Yeah, Petr was like ten years. Van der Sar was as well, seven eight years. However long he was at Man United for, mm-hmm. I think every season he was good. Yeah, that it whole, a
0: bad season. Yeah. There, there's that time when van der Sar, Vidic, Ferdinand, O'Shea and Evra, they didn't actually concede a goal for a good two, three months, which was ridiculous. Yeah. There's that season where Petr Cech only conceded 14 goals in a whole season, Uh, that Chelsea yeah. defence as well. So it's a really tough one for you to choose as well. So how are you going to go about this? Would you go for the objectivity of Petr Cech or would you go for the longev- longevity of Edwin van der Sar? Who would you pick in your team? Because obviously no one's really going to care. Who they pick, they'll pick their own players. But who would you pick in that team? And remember, you can only have three players from one team. So if you use up Vanessa, if you use Czech, you take out a Chelsea and Man United player.
1: Purely because there's other Man United players I want to include in my team. I'm gonna go with
0: I'd say that's a good decision as well. Petrchek's the guy, he's done so much, he's won the yeah. Champions League for Chelsea, he did yeah. really well for Czech Republic in the European Championships. Yeah. Um obviously for Chelsea under Mourinho under so many different managers and he had that horrible injury against Red in that time, and he came back with that mm. uh, rugby camp yeah. as well, and that yeah. just helped him go forward, which was brilliant to see. Yeah. So, Petr Cech is your goalkeeper for yeah. the team of 2000s. For my one of the uh, team of 2010 onwards, David De Gea. I'm not gonna argue or complain or waste any more time. David De Gea from the years of 2011, he was there to 2019, 20, still currently at Man United at the time mm. of speaking, not of, when the recording comes out. But it's mm. just the fact that he had been there, done that. He'd been Man United's best player for God knows how long. Um, One golden glove. He scored, uh, not scored, he got a Premier League title, obviously, in 2013. Yeah. Um, he was a player so, of the year for so many years. So many years under the, the teams of Moise, the teams of Van Hout, the teams of Mourinho. And it's just the fact mm. that you can't find anyone who's just going to replace Edwin Van Sar? And we found David De Gea immediately. And Sir Alex Ferguson knew something that a lot of fans, a lot of media, a lot of the players even didn't know about David De Gea. Yeah. He became a monster of a goalkeeper and he learned how to uh, be aggressive in the box. He learned how to save games by himself. And uh, people have said previously, he's won us like 10, 15 points a season just by being a goal and saving crucial goals. And yeah. one of the games that stands out for me was the Arsenal game in 2017 at the Emirates so we were in Tromso at the time when we so were in
1: Tromso yeah
0: <laughs> we were just there like oh yeah man you're not playing against Arsenal today it's just a, diff- it's just a different oh. time and then we just saw De Gea, De Gea save De Gea save De Gea save De Gea save we spoke, was save yeah. after save after save and it was fantastic because we really should have lost that game without De Gea at least like 6-3 or something it was ridiculous and we're down to 10 men De Gea save De Gea save De Gea save and it's just brilliant but I think me- he was, it's
1: he's a keeper that uses his feet really well as well mm-hmm. not just his hands yeah for a lot of
0: opportunities like, that come uh kits to is, is the kind of guy that uses his feet to save a lot and i remember that especially in the burn uh when you mm. played them uh, quite a yeah. long time ago 2013 in real madrid but it's yeah. just one of those things i'm just there like you know what david de gea is someone to stay he should have been captain for us like the actual captain for us and mm. I, I just can't wait i can't wait to see what happens and i can't wait to see um if like, for, like obviously at the time of speaking he's out of the team at the moment Dean Henderson's in but if he gets any better uh, if there's going to be a rivalry this summer that would be brilliant but I'm just so glad he stayed for us and the facts which he broke uh, on the way to Real Madrid that year as well that was just a, a blessing and disguise for me so yeah, that, it,
1: was, it was kind of essential that he stayed at the United mm-hmm. that year he's, he's, he's such a great servant for us everyone else was like you could chop and change but the goalkeeper was one position in the country change. Mm.
0: You could like Romero is a class goalkeeper, but he's not someone that's going to step up in David De Gea's shoes and save us points and actually win us games on his own. That's what De Gea did. Um, But yeah, David De Gea is one of my choices for Man United and is my goalkeeper for my team of the decade. So let's go. Did you have have
1: anyone else that came close in your Um, considerations? In my considerations,
0: Courtois, he came close. Edison yeah. came close as well because of the way he changed goalkeeping, but the fact that yeah. David de Gea did it for a longer period of time for me, personally, mm. even Hugo Lloris got got a, front, a mention in there. But for me, David de Gea because he did it so much and he did so much for the team. And when you look at that Man United team under Van Howe, it was David de Gea the main player, which was ridiculous. Yeah. And that's how I that's how I saw David de Gea. So out of all the out of all the players, de Gea, Lloris, Edison, Allison, um, that's all I could think of really. And like no one came close to David de Gea for me personally out of the ten years. Okay. Yeah. Man. Cool. But yeah, that's that's my man, One of my Man United picks and David de Gea gun done. So let's go through your defense. Have you gone for a four four two formation? Have you gone for a three at the back? Have you kind of gone for your uh, defense for you? I'm gonna go back? for a standard four four two formation. That was like the formation of of that decade as well. So you're yeah. gonna love it as well. So the standard four four two. Let's start from the left hand side. So who's your left back? You've got everyone, Ashley Cole, you've got a young Leighton Baines. You've
1: got... I think the the main... Fritch. Between the two of them, I think it's Ashley Cole and Patrick Severo. I don't think anyone else comes close. But that's it. Like, Do you pick Patrice Severo
0: from Man United or do you pick Ashley Cole from Chelsea? Because that's another Chelsea player in there as well, which is ridiculous.
1: Yeah. And so, I don't think there's any other left back that can really come close to the competition. Like, you could maybe... Say, Pablo Zabaleta.
0: Even then, he was a right-back as well. Yeah. They left and back and he joined in, what, 2009, 2008 he joined. So all of his yeah. years were in, were in my so, decade.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go with... I think I'm going to go with Ashley Cole for this
0: one. Invincible, multiple title winner as well with Ashley Cole. Someone that he at did the it time at Arsenal. cost £15 million. Pounds. Yeah. And William Gallas, one of the best signings Chelsea have ever made was Ashley Cole. Because he was consistent yeah. all throughout his career in the Premier League. He was fantastic and always dropping a seven or an eight out of ten. And you'd never hear him on the pitch complain or anything. It's just off the pitch antics that, that kind of ruined him. But what did Ashley Cole kind of mean to you as a fan growing up and seeing our wingers face Ashley Cole year in, year out and kind of struggling against him? How would you kind Isn't of not, off Ashley Cole?
1: Whenever someone plays or played against Ashley Cole, I don't think they ever really took him on. He'd always win the one-on-one battles. He'd always be there, you know, trying to provide assists for his attackers. Mm -hmm. It's like... He was, I think, one of the best left-backs that we saw in this country for Arsenal, for Chelsea, for England.
0: The way way I see it is... You know how Roberto Carlos gets hyped up for his free kicks currently in this day and age. Ashley Cole yeah. doesn't get hyped up for his left back ability and what he did for the fullback position at the time, and he was ahead of yeah. his time for me as a left back, and uh, he just didn't he get he did. didn't get the plaudits he got because of his off the field antics. But I couldn't care less because obviously as a kid I couldn't care less about what was happening. So, as a as a defender, Ronaldo couldn't really take him on. Um, nobody could I no don't think, ever,
1: think everybody struggled against Ashley Cole when they just try to play against Ronaldo him. was the
0: best player in world football at the time and he had to go onto the other wing to try and get yeah. past uh, Chelsea's defence yeah. and if you remember that invincible team it was actually Cole, Pires and Henri on that left hand side that left flank and no one was stopping them
1: one of the most formidable
0: mm. left hand side we'd ever seen in, in the world football let alone in, even in at
1: the Chelsea well. even at Chelsea it was what it was him um, Damien Duff and yeah,
0: yeah, mid-day mid-day mid-day.
1: yeah. Then there was yeah. someone else that came after Doug Joe Cole Maluda. Ashley Cole, Cole was always there, you know, he'd yeah. be able to defend, he'd be able to attack at the same time.
0: Yeah, definitely. Nothing
1: would really phase it. So, yeah, yeah I'm going for Ashley Cole for my left back option.
0: Brilliant. So, who are you going for your centre back options?
1: My centre back options, there's a long list for centre backs. We have two from Man United that were there for a long, long time. Nemanja Vidic, Rio Ferdinand. Sorry, you saying,
0: so you've got two from Man United, two from Chelsea. you got from two from
1: South United, West. you got two from Chelsea, Ricardo Cavalier and John Terry. And then you got from Arsenal, you got Sol Campbell. Who would you pick? It's a difficult decision.
0: Because again, <laughs> you're, you're using the big clubs as well. I yeah. mean you could go to Liverpool, you've got Sammy Hippia, you've got uh, Jamie Carragher if you want to throw them yeah, in. Yeah, but, but it's just I when you look you could... at the title winning sides, it's gonna be Arsenal, Chelsea, Man United. That's how I maybe think you
1: it. can throw Jamie Carragher inside there. I, I wouldn't personally, you'd have to but use one of your Man I don't United. think he, I don't think he comes to the level of the others. No, it was just
0: uh, we've we got John Terry, Ricardo Carvalho, Vidic, Ferdinand, Ferdinand. so Campbell. So Campbell. Um, that's, that's all I can think of for that decade, unless there was some earlier, like we've got Jonathan Woodgate, Sammy Hippier, Melberg, Larson. Nah,
1: yeah, I don't think they
0: are of that really. quality. Nah, there's, there's what top four I can think of. The two Chelsea yeah. ones and the two, like obviously the Chelsea ones were part of that team that conceded what, 15, 14 goals in, in one season. Unbeaten yeah. at home for God knows yeah. how long.
1: I think there's like 84 games unbeaten at home at
0: Stamford Bridge. Yeah ridiculous and obviously man united with Vidic and Ferdinand, they went to what champions league final they won they went to another champions league final they lost yeah multiple premier League titles as well yeah who are you going for who do you pick
1: who do you leave it out? depends it depends does ashley cole count for arsenal or does he count for chelsea
0: which type of ashley cole do you want do you want the invincibles uh, ashley cole or do you want the chelsea uh, ashley cole well they're
1: both Quality. they're both really the same aren't they yeah, can't really Differentiate
0: between them. So, this is this is ooh. your rule. So how how are you going to do it? Do you, do you, do, you count, do you count for Chelsea or do you count for Arsenal? Hmm.
1: Hmm.
0: I'm going to count him for Arsenal. That's cool. So here's an Arsenal player. You've got Czech who's a Chelsea, a
1: Chelsea player, player, not player.
0: not Cech from Arsenal. Who have you got in your centre backs? Come on, you have and, to tell us now.
1: At the back, I'm going to go for Rio Ferdinand. Mm-hmm. purely because of his ball playing abilities I think he was probably the best at that during that time as mm-hmm. you know as as he was described he was a Rolls Royce of the defender
0: he'd have to now you see so many players playing like that at the moment which is really yeah.
1: he had to turn a pace to catch any attacker that took him on definitely he also had the ability to play the ball out from the back to his attackers to his midfielders take on you know if there was a low block, take it on. Take the ball himself. Mm-hmm. And the other one I'm going to go for is... Was
0: Tony Adams from your decade as well? Or was he the decade before?
1: I think Tony Adams came before.
0: Mm. But yeah, I think he returned like 2000 or 2001 or something. Yeah. Which is crazy.
1: I'm going to go for John Terry.
0: John Terry, Okay. <laughs> Oh, this is yeah. fun. You've got a good defence already. Ashley called John Terry Rio Ferdinand Petr and goal. Um, yeah. But what can you say about John Terry that hasn't been said already? And um, why him over Carvalho? Was it just his longevity, the fact he did it over so many years, the fact he took that Chelsea team and became the leader at yeah. such a young age?
1: All the above I think probably. he was, you know, captain. It was like the solid rock and the Chelsea defence for so many years. Mm-hmm. He was their captain... For so many years as well. Captain Legion legend. Yeah. He took him to win so many titles, so many trophies. Champions League, FA Cup, Premier League. He'd gone through big games, he'd gone through small games. He scored so many important goals for them as well. He'd done so and he was so always early as well, which is amazing. He was he was always his manager's like, you know, voice. I think the managers didn't really have to talk because they had John Terry there. It's so much to learn from
0: just watching John Terry as a young centre-back as well. And yeah. It's just, we're, we're not going to bring up England with the whole England, did they win anything, they're not everything, but John Terry as a captain was quality and it was just something. Yeah, I think he was just solid. Just yeah. solid. You just hated yeah. playing against him as well because you're just there like, we're not going to score more than two.
1: So yeah. if they score was, one,
0: we have to win the game against Chelsea or we have to draw the game against
1: Chelsea. He was always there, you know, he'd make the tackle, last-ditch tackle. Mm. He'd see the ball, he'd intercept. Just... Everything about John Perry was just solid. Yeah, I think that cool. one team when they when they were playing with Jose Mourinho, it's like the defense was I don't think anybody could get past him.
0: Yeah, I've mentioned it a couple of so times. 15, 14 goals in the season was ridiculous. They were hold. just solid. No one was getting past that. And it was fantastic to see how well Chelsea did uh with John Terry and yeah. how long John Terry lasted in the game. Um, but yeah. yeah, just to sum up, your right back and your defense, who you got in your right back position? Because the right back is a bit of yeah. a you're, use, you're using a lot of, of big name players as well. So you're using a, a lot of big
1: clubs. You haven't as really well. got many options at right back. Who have you got? I you think you've got you Loren. Can, you've got you've Ivanovic. got Lauren from the Mintsimov season. You've got Ivanovic, and then you've got Gary Neville.
0: No one wanted to grow up to be a Gary Neville, but nowadays you've got so many amazing right backs. So um, yeah, for England as it's well, it's difficult.
1: Yeah. It's difficult to choose
0: because Johnson. It's,
1: it's restricting my, you know, my picks for the other positions. That's
0: why I put That's why I put this rule in. I'm like, you know what? Because everyone can put a team of the decade and put loads of Arsenal and Man City players in whichever decade. But I'm like, you know what? Let's throw it in there. And it, it gives us a bit of thinking as well. So it's a bit of who do you leave out? Who do you keep in? That kind of thing. So. so
1: I've got two Chelsea players. Of course. I've got one Arsenal and I've got one Man United. Who's the two Chelsea players that you've got? John Terry and Kester And you've got Ashley Cole as your... Ashley Cole as Arsenal. Ooh. And Ferdinand as Man United. So who are you going
0: for? Because you've got Glenn Johnson. You've got Gary Neville. You've got Lee... Uh, yeah, you've got Lauren for for Arsenal. Who did Liverpool have? Steve Finn? No, he's not any really good.
1: Um... I don't think there was anyone else. I'm going to go for Gary Neville.
0: Out right back. So you got two you got two man United in your defense as well. It could
1: have been free if you chose Edwin van
0: der you'd have no one fun to use up front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But
1: that that's, that's the difficult part of this.
0: Because you have to start from the back and move forward as well. Like, exactly. Oh man, this is crazy. And it's like who am I going to pick in midfield? <laughs> <laughs> who who you got left to use in midfield and attack? Uh, but yeah, why Gary Neville in your in your team over like Paolo Ferrera, Ivanovic? Um, who else there was? Glenn Johnson. But yeah, who? Would, why would you pick them? I think uh, Gary, Gary
1: Neville, Neville purely because he was there for so long. He played with so many different players, you know, in that right right sided position. There was David Beckham. There was Cristiano Ronaldo, and he just did it year in year out.
0: Apart from that season with injured but yeah, he, he literally did it yeah. year in year out, which was sick to see and.
1: Uh, Until like he said,
0: retired, basically. He is a Man United player who's there forever and just did so well all the time. And he always played yeah. with his heart on his sleeve and it was brilliant to see yeah. Gary Neville in, in his team. So, the so,
1: Because he was from Manchester, there was always that passion, you know, when he played big games like against Liverpool, against City. Mm-hmm. You'd always see it. That passion when he
0: goes to celebrate in front of the Liverpool fans after Ferdinand score, just pushing his badge in front of him. And he got fined yeah. for that as well. That was mad. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Gary I mean, Neville... Is in your team? You've got Rio Ferdinand, you've got John Terry, and you got Ashley Cole. But why does yeah. Gary Neville make it over the others?
1: I think Ivanovic would have made it, but he came as towards a the player. end of that decade as a Chelsea yeah. player. Yeah, 2008, so I think. You can really count him for like two years or something. Mm-hmm. Whereas Gary Neville was there throughout the whole decade. No, that's fair enough.
0: That's absolutely Lauren fine. as well.
1: You could you could count Lauren, but Lauren really one year in the invincible season after that it was
0: kind of disappeared and it just it was just here and there around the team but it was amazing in yeah. the invincible season and the season before when they won the FA cup it was really good i remember yeah yeah proper battle worn soldier type player lauren was but yeah, yeah that was your defense and you've used a lot of your um you know, a lot of your man united your big te- your big game players as well in that in your defense so I let know. me go for my defense let me see if i can make it any better but i'm going with a back three for my defense so i'm mm. going for B- uh, vincent company manchester mm. city player manchester City captain won the league with them numerous times as well ridiculously talented player someone who would literally get the best out of all of his centre-back partners, whoever it was, Nastasic yeah. or, um, forgetting them now, Nastasic, we got Laporte in the recent era as well, John Stones at the time, Mangala, they all just came and went, but company stayed and he did the best and he went through all these different managers, Mark Hughes, Mancini, Pellegrini, uh, Pep Guardiola, Guardiola, of course. And to top it all off, when he won that last Premier League and he scored that he amazing scored. goal against Leicester, yeah. And you're just there like that's a proper captain and he's done so much so yeah. so much for man City. he deserves a statue He probably will get a statue eventually obviously at the time of according him, he doesn't he, but, he did a lot for
1: that club to be where they are now
0: mm, He's a big part of their success and there's a big reason mm. why they are such a successful team because you can have all the money in the world but if you don't have proper leaders and proper um, yeah. generals on the pitch we've seen that with with teams that have money they don't get anywhere but the fact that like, this guy yeah literally grabbed the league by the scruff of the neck and he did so mm. well to get Man City up in up in the trophies and he did that winning league cups, winning FA Cups, losing FA Cup finals as well. But we're talking about the Premier League. But yeah, Vincent company's in there for me. Um we're going for two other centre backs. So another one I'm going for is Virgil van Dijk for Southampton and Liverpool. Mm. Virgil van Dijk is someone who I wish would have been a Man United player. He looks like a Man United player in a Liverpool shirt. I really wish he was someone that we bought, but it's just the fact that we didn't, unfortunately. And there's that rumour last season that uh, Man United were going for Virgil van Dijk, but he's too expensive from Southampton, so we went for Victor Lindelof instead. But imagine yeah. Virgil van Dijk in a Man United shirt. But he was one of the reasons for me why, when he was like kind of out of favour at Southampton, or he was just saying, oh, I want to to Liverpool, he was one of the reasons why Liverpool won the trophies that they won and we've seen it from Mm. the last season as well he was out for a whole season obviously at the time speaking liverpool capitulated they fell apart and it was ridiculous the fact that they were really nothing without virgil van dijk and they were scoring so many goals but they were still conceding a lot of goals as well and Mm. for me virgil van dijk is it's a shame to see him in a Liverpool shirt. of a fantastic player to watch and he's someone that probably did well in the euros if he actually made it fit but we're going to cut that out or keep it in if, if it if he stays there but, okay. good. but yeah, yeah Virgil van Dijk Vincent company uh the third one bit of a bit an odd choice but I wanted to throw him in there because I quite like him Cesar as yeah it back. it's a
1: good choice
0: he's been there since what 2012 if I remember correctly or someone that yeah, came cause... in and helped them win the Europa League he's won he won the Champions league, league with them, didn't no he came in the season after uh, oh, okay yeah, because they had like Ashley Cole and Bertrand and stuff like that. But Liquetta, he can play in a numerous amount of systems. So he can play free at the back like he did from the last season. He can play mm. as a right back, and is someone that just he just graces elegance for me. He's a, he was a club captain of Chelsea. He's done so well over the years and a defender, a proper defender that will always get stuck in no matter what. Uh, numerous cup finals he's been in with them. But for me, Liquetta, double footed, got that long throw as well when he needs to use it. But I think he's someone that I needed to throw in for Chelsea. I could have thrown in John Terry, probably should have, but I just prefer Azpilicueta as like a third centre-back whilst you've got company, and you've got uh, Van Dijk Bye. in there as well. Yeah, so someone a bit yeah. different, but someone that can actually do a bit of the dirty work and still can, kind of go forward as well. So that's Good my defence. You're
1: and going for three centre-backs.
0: Three centre-backs, so I'm going for four in midfield. And you've okay. got your four and I've got my four. But with my four... I
1: think, I think I'm going to change
0: to a three in midfield and a three at attack. That's fine, really. <laughs> that's fine i'll start with my four so on the left Please. mid or left wing back or however you want to explain it gareth bale yeah i, I love it I, of... I, lo- I love the guy what two-time player of the year uh one time young player of the year in the same season so he won both the trophies in that same season as ridiculous is a fantastic player to watch and people forget how good he was at that beginning of the decade that was when I was really annoyed that he went to Real Madrid because I wanted to watch him in the Premier League ridiculously mm. over and over again. And he did so well at Real Madrid. He was a key component to them winning the Champions League under Ancelotti, under Zidane. And yeah. it's just a shame that with him at Tottenham, he obviously didn't get to replicate because half the season he was on the bench. But mm. that first time at Tottenham, moving from a left back to a left midfielder, obviously that game against Inter Milan was what made him. But seeing it week yeah. in, week out, in the Premier League was a joy to watch the goal against Stoke. The goal I think against it was West
1: two town. seasons, two seasons, but he's just, just unplayable mm. most of
0: the time. When he ran riot at Old Trafford, just running past goals, running past Ferdinand, yeah. make, making them want to retire, basically. That's how bad it yeah. was to face. And it it's fearsome. And you can throw in, I can throw in like Chelsea players and Liverpool players, but I've kind of used a lot of them. So I'm like, I have to use <laughs> a Spurs players. So my Spurs player to throw in from the last decade is Gareth yeah. Bale. Uh, so that's my left midfielder. I'm going to finish it off just so we keep it a bit consistent. But with my centre mid, Cesc Fabregas for Arsenal yeah. and for Chelsea as well. I'm going to use him obviously, because he was what, an assist king at Arsenal. He was a captain of Arsenal when he was there. Yeah. Um,
1: helping them. Even when he you moved to Chelsea. Oh, oh yeah. sorry. The Arsenal.
0: Yeah, even at, even at Chelsea, that second season, he was under... First, uh, first season was first season under Mourinho. He, him and Diego Costa just went like that. They were just um, yeah. an amazing pair. I remember that assist against Burnley was ridiculous. They won game, quite, they- yeah, they were ridiculous all season. He got booed mm-hmm. by Arsenal fans, but he couldn't care less because obviously he's winning trophies. Won the Premier League what twice with Chelsea as well. You we won it under Conte yeah, as well. When yeah. you had that three-man midfield of rather kante Fabregas, or matic and rather just two of the three. But they rotate mm. all the time because of the games. And Fabregas was a joy to watch. I hated him. The fact that we could have signed him under David Moyes, but he didn't want to sign for us. And he was one of the last of that kind of era of like xavi Iñiesta, Xabi Alonso. And it was just nice to see someone like that in the Premier League. And I really enjoyed Seth Fabregas as a centre midfielder but again I could easily go for man city midfielders but the fact that I need to throw in a bit of variety otherwise I use up all my man city choices um ซ <laughs> Fabregas for Arsenal and for Chelsea so I think that's two okay. Chelsea and yeah that's that's two Chelsea and that's one Arsenal so my next one is again someone who's played for two different teams another centre mid he is <laughs> the man that won back to back premier league titles two different clubs and cost like less than a million pounds I think it's five hundred thousand they paid for him but it's everyone's favorite midfielder Sengolo kante what can you say about him that hasn't been said in terms of how much he runs how much he wins the ball back how humble he is the fact that he's actually been there and done that for leicester for chelsea um world cup winner of course in 2018 did so well to propel his career to stardom and he's just such a guy that's just like yeah it's fine it's cool this is what i do i don't think
1: you can pick a Better bit of defensive midfield in, in the league than Golo
0: Kante. You really can't. Pass. You can argue Fernandinho, but for Six me, years. Kante. is Kante. the best one. Kante's the, the guy for me. You can argue Matic and, and Golo Kante is the one for me. You can throw anyone you want, but N'Golo Kante is the guy that you wanted in there. And uh, just to finish off my midfield, I was stuck, but I kind of went for someone who I enjoyed more. I could have gone for Mohamed Salah, but I'm not going to because
1: well,
0: I don't really think he's been as good as the person I'm going to mention. And, it may be a controversial choice, but I'm going for David Silva as my right midfielder. He probably yeah, won't defend it's as a good much, choice. but David Silva, four-time Premier League champion, has been there for the whole decade, 2010 to 2020. It's ridiculous how talented mm. he was in every single kind of setup in uh, Manchester City as well. He lasted a long time; yeah. he didn't have many injuries as well. Um, the fact that he did it under Guardiola as a centre midfielder, he did it under uh, Pellegrini as an attacking midfielder, Mancini as a right midfielder cutting in. Mm. Mark Hughes as well. Again, someone like Vincent Company who's been there and done that through the manager, yes. through the system. And
1: that's what I was going to say. I think he's one player that, as well as Vincent Company who helped build City's success as a club, exactly as a major club in England.
0: Major club. You in take England.
1: those, you take those two away, and I don't think. Uh, well, three. There's another one that I don't know. Maybe you mentioned him in your team. Maybe we'll see no we'll see Maybe. if I
0: mention we'll see if we mention said person, but it's but exactly that. Because their, their team was changing their team is changing over so much as well. Like yes. the fact that you didn't have many players that stayed a long period of time and David Silver did, company did, and one or two others did as well. And they literally were there to kind of help City be established as the team in the Premier League. I yeah. don't know, they've probably won the league at this time of speaking anyway. We're recording before the scene finishes. But the fact that they're barring still playing. Yeah, barring a major catastrophe. The likes of Phil Foden has learned from him, Zinchenko has learned from him. De Bruyne yeah. has kind of learned from him as well. It's just the fact that he's someone that was criminally underrated when he was playing for Man City because he's just seen as just another midfielder under Pep Guardiola because they kept rotating all the time. But when you yeah. see him out of the team, it's ridiculous. and uh mm. yeah. is just someone that I love to watch. Unfortunately, he played mm. in the blue of Manchester, not the red of Manchester. We had, the, we actually had the chance of actually signing him, but when Ronaldo yeah. left, we could have got David Villa yeah. and David Silva. David Silva. We didn't. That's a big mistake, yeah. in my part, anyway, for Sir Alex Ferguson to say. I really wish we'd signed those two, because that would have been amazing to see them in the Premier League for Manchester United. Yeah. But, um, what are your thoughts on my midfield? David Silva, Golo Kante, Cesc Fabregas and Gareth Bale.
1: I think you've got the right mix of creativity in there. You've got the steel of Angola Conte, which, you know, he was, he is probably the best defensive midfielder still in the league. Mm-hmm. He did it with Leicester, he did it with Chelsea, They did it with France as well. Can't really argue with that. You've got the creativity in there with David Silva, Fabregas, mm. um, Gareth Bale with the, you know, speed, the
0: x-factor
1: in midfield but one thing down.
0: one thing people uh always forget about young gareth Bell was his work rate he was a ridiculously yeah. talented player yeah. but he had so much work rate There were so many times when he would be chasing the team down by himself and the whole spurs team would follow him in, in arms as well and that's what i love yeah. about him because he will will run up and down that wing all day long for you he'll run up and down as an attacking midfielder all day long for you mm-hmm. which is what he did under vs boas as well but yeah that's that's that was my thing i could have put in yaya Toure. i could have put in michael carrick but i'm like you know what let's add a bit of variety to it otherwise i'm going to use up all of my all of my yeah. big teams basically but i think it's True. just it, in this decade there's a lot more variety in terms of the bigger teams that had the bigger players and some of the best players that ended up leaving them but that was my mm. midfield gareth bale angola mm. kante sus fabregas and david Silva. Um, people will be arguing and complaining all about that, but that's kind of how I would go for it. But let's let's hear your midfield free of your midfield years, three. decade for the 2000s.
1: Okay, it's quite difficult to pick actually. There's so many midfielders to pick from. The first one I'm going to go with is Steven Gerrard, Liverpool. I think Steven Gerrard was, even though I hate to say he, he was. I hate to say this, Stephen Gerrard was probably their best player for a very, very long time. No, Stephen Gerrard. He took Stephen Gerrard, Gerrard out of that team. They won't be anywhere. I think he dragged them through so many different games, big games. He dragged them through, you know.
0: Yeah, I think that's better. Sorry, you were saying about Stephen Gerrard kind of being the main man of Liverpool Football Club since Michael Owen left. Kind of thing.
1: Yeah, he I think even when Owen was there, he was the best player Liverpool had mm. for a very long time. He was there, you know, dead captain for a reason. I don't think anybody else can be close to him. Can get it. Keep it like
0: this. That's yeah, sorry about that. So but yeah, carry on. Um he was Stephen Gerrard under Gerard Hooli ages, Stephen Gerrard under Rafa Benitez and Gerrard. That was kind yeah, of it in that so decade to be fair, but it was only until yeah. Fernando Torres came in for me when I was like, you know what? It's got a bit of support. People don't have to rely on Steven Gerrard all the time to bail them out. And the strikers they had previously before, um, after Owen left and before Torres, you're kind of like, they're just hit and miss. The midfielders around besides Javi Alonso and Haber, yeah in the yeah. Premier League weren't that great. Obviously, they won the Champions yeah. League, they won the FA Cup, but in the Premier League, it was just the fact that it was just Gerrard, Gerrard, Gerrard every season. Man. Yeah, all the time. All the time. But yeah, oh, Stephen Gerrard is yeah. a fantastic player. He's a fantastic player for England and obviously a really good manager. That one Rangers the league last season as well. So yep. Stephen Gerrard is your Liverpool player. Have you picked a Liverpool player yet in your team?
1: I haven't. He's my first Liverpool
0: player. That's cool. Let's see who, you've got, who else you've got in your midfield.
1: Uh, the next player I'm going to go for is Patrick Vieira. Mm. I think Patrick Vieira was... He was one of the most... Dominant midfielders you, you get in the Premier League for a very long, long time. Arsenal
0: haven't so replaced Patrick Vieira after all these years as well. That's I why I made that ridiculous to. sound. You can you can buy Partey, you can buy whoever you want, but Patrick Vieira yeah, was something
1: special. They've not replaced him ever since he left.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Don't think they've ever had a midfielder that's been as good as Patrick Vieira.
0: Anyone Did of the it, same oh. mold, anyone of the same ilk, but the fact that Patrick Vieira was the captain. When Arsenal went a whole league season without losing a game was ridiculous. The fact that he scored ridiculously good goals when he was playing. The fact that he led his team from the front. The fact that he shouldn't have left the Premier League. I'm glad he did at the time. (laughs) I'm, I'm glad he did at the time. But the fact that he didn't actually... Do Arsenal justice when he left for Juventus. He went to Inter Milan, he went to Man City. I'm like, you're not, you're just a bit part player at these teams, but the fact that he was the guy at Arsenal and you're just like, why? Why, Patrick?
1: Yeah. So,
0: if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd be fuming, but the fact that he was I think
1: LA... he, he left Arsenal way too early. Mm. He could have was the, all...
0: whole, the whole Emirates thing. They needed the funds, they wanted to sell players, or yeah. he left a couple seasons after, and you're just there, like, why? Patrick Vieira is so good. All Arsenal fans will say, if we stayed at Highbury, we would have had better players because we could have afforded it. We'd have been a better team and Arsenal would have won more trophies. And I agree with that 100%. It's but true. It's true. You can't go from Flamini, um, De Nilsson to, well, from Vieira, Gilberto Silva to, what, De Nilsen, Flamini, all of these plays. You're just... There, like, all just of the
1: players there. that came, went and, you know, came and went for Arsenal. None
0: of them were good enough. Coughlin ridiculously, none of them were ever as good, and it, was, it wasn't even fair to see Aston kind of decline like that. And it was just, yeah, went from so high to so low to so average, and now they argue about getting in the Europa League. And so, obviously, at the time speaking, they're in the Europa League quarterfinals. So we'll see if they actually make it into the Europa League. But they're, in, they're in trouble at the minute.
1: We'll have yeah. to see what they can do in the second leg,
0: Slavia Prague. But yeah, yeah, you got gerard you got Vieira. Who makes up your trio of your midfield? It's a difficult one. It's a very <laughs> difficult one. You have a very hard one to deal with because who have you got? Let me think off the top of Because
1: Paul Skulls. That's my lamp as That's in the Chelsea one gone if I use him.
0: Oh man. Luca Modric, young Luca Modric in that team
1: for Spurs. Who else have you got? Xabi Alonso. Modric wasn't really that dominant at the time.
0: No, at the As time. he
1: was as he was when he went moved to Real Madrid.
0: He was in his like last season or two before yeah. he, he moved. That's kind of yeah. But even
1: still, that, I think when he went to Madrid, he became you know he stepped up a level and became something else. He complete. became that guy, which was crazy.
0: Um, who else have? Who else we can go for? Got what? This is your this is your choice. This is your team. I know. So who, who are you gonna, going for? And who are you going to leave out? This is going to be mad.
1: I wanted to put Claude Makélélé in there. That's a shout. But but there's another Chelsea player I want to use, so I can't really use Claude clearly.
0: But if you've got Vieira in there, you can surely use another Chelsea player. So if you're thinking of that Chelsea player that scored that amazing goal against Arsenal, then that's an option. Sure. But if you're thinking of their all-time goals, all-time top goal scorer midfielder, then you can as well. But it just depends on how many Chelsea players have you used already. You have got Petacek. I've
1: used two Chelsea players:
0: John Terry. Pepe,
1: John more Terry. that I want to use. As a striker,
0: yeah, because you've used Ashley Cole. he's a uh... Arsenal. Arsenal. You've two. You've used two used Man United. Patrick ones. You've used two Man United. Oh, this is this is tough for you. This is tough for you. Right, go on then. Who you got? <laughs> who have you got? And who are you leaving out? who can. You, you can't really leave out many players as well. Who are you going to pick? Gareth Barry, just to balance it out. Don't think that's going to no. happen ever.
1: I think I put xavi Alonso in there. Hmm purely be because of his passing and his vision and his range you know just his class his composure on the ball
0: mm. someone that's just there that can be that and, done yeah. that. and it, to be fair it he, took him a year or two to kind of get into English football but he did it and he did it fantastic yeah
1: and you know he's someone that supports and balances the other two which are all action midfielders
0: what was he 20 yeah, million? You... He he went to Real Madrid for 20 million? Yeah,
1: it was a bargain for Real
0: Madrid. They signed so Ronaldo for 80 in that summer. They signed Kaka for 60 but 20 million for Alonso was a steal. He won the Champions League yeah. numerous times with them.
1: It, for was like, Bayern
0: Munich.
1: it was like the glue that held Real Madrid together.
0: He definitely was.
1: Even player. for Liverpool. For Liverpool he was as yeah. good as well. He definitely was and
0: it's, it's one of those things that a lot of holding midfielders take time to grow into their game and Javi Alonso did that and he adapted mm. to the English game brilliant and he was fantastic under Rafa Benitez as well as, as a yeah. manager and he just wasn't the same yeah. without him Liverpool they signed yeah. Aquilani as a replacement but yeah you've gone for another Liverpool player in there so you've got Steven Gerrard that's
1: my midfield three Steven Gerrard Patrick Vieira and Xabi Alonso that's a sick midfield, to be fair but it's just
0: the fact you had to leave people
1: out No, <laughs> um, know but there's yeah, so with... many players that i wanted to put in there but
0: Oh, We're, sti- We're sticking with you now for your free attackers. Now, how do you go about this attack? Because again, I have three of my attackers. Head, there's so many to um, choose from. But who do you I'm leave s- in because of the teams that you've chosen? Remember, three players per team. I'm
1: settled on my front three. That's why I had to leave so many good midfielders out my midfield three. Go on then. go. So, on the left, I've got Thierry Henry. Arsenal's probably their best ever goal scorer that they have ever had. And bad, probably bad. the strike probably the striker of the premier league during that time so magnifique amazing yeah. Ridiculous just, i can't really can't really say more about thierry henry really i mean most of the viewers have probably already watched him and know what thierry henry was about in the premier for the, league basketball. for
0: the young viewers who don't know who thierry henry is just you're in for a treat you're just, in for a history lesson just youtube just youtube YouTube, all the goals he scored for Arsenal and the fact yeah. that we've already done a, a, a podcast on Thierry and Ramadan as well. It's just the fact that if you go back a couple of episodes, you'll see our Thierry episode where we just went in on how amazing he was as a player, how amazing he was as, a, as an icon for Arsenal. And the fact that he changed the way English football was played from a striker's perspective was ridiculous. And the fact that most strikers nowadays were kind of following his ilk and it's the
1: fact that you can be in yeah. multiple
0: positions for a striker, not just a normal center forward, but the fact there's, that Henry There's so, so many, many goals. players,
1: so many players these days that try and play on the left and cut in like Henry did. Mm. And but that was the first time did. we ever nobody saw did. that in the Premier League. Nobody ever did it like Henri. I mean, you, a prime Henri for Arsenal at hybrid. It was like, I don't know. You just knew he'd score. It was just terrifying. You know, he'd take on three defenders, three midfielders, and just bang it in the top corner. And, you know, hold his finger to the crowd. just just sounded quiet. He couldn't care less. And he-
0: Highbury was his was his playground. The North yeah. London derby was his derby because he would just dominate Spurs at the time. It was like Michael Jordan is prime watching to Henry yeah. dominate uh, that I year think, in the Arsenal uh,
1: Invincible I season. I think Henry playing against any of the London clubs was just unplayable. Chelsea, he did it against Chelsea. He did it against Tottenham.
0: Mm-hmm. He did it against... West um,
1: West Ham, Charlton. You know, there's so of, many different teams
0: that you just used to destroy. People just know Thierry. Unfortunately, the younger people know him from like Ultimate Team and like being a manager and stuff. But as a player, it's ridiculous. And I said I said this previously. He was a he was a guilty pleasure hero. As a Man United fan, you don't want to appreciate him. You don't want to like him. But secretly. Mm away from everyone. just like, this guy's so good. It's so fun to watch. He was world-class. Kevin, phenomenal was. player, Henry. And it's Just one of those things, when you get to appreciate a player like that when you're growing up, you're just like, wow. Wow. Yeah. Ridiculously yeah. talented. obamyang's nowhere near him. Lacazette's nowhere near no. him. The Arsenal um, don't Mbappe, have anyone. Mbappe is probably the one closest to him in terms of the player and the quality yeah. that yeah. he is. But some will say Mbappe's already eclipsed Henry, but that's another debate for another day entirely. But yeah. You can't say that yet. You can't say it yeah at all. I mean they've won the World Cup, they've won league the titles, it's just the fact can um Bappy do this 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 and this what Thierry Henry's done. But yeah. Henry was a showman, man. He was just someone that it was just played to good. the crowd. Ridiculously talented.
1: Just too good.
0: I think if you ask any Arsenal fan
1: who their best player was, Thierry
0: Henry. Thierry Henry. That's it. Simple. I don't that. think
1: that anyone I don't think they'd say anyone else. But yeah.
0: That's enough of us gushing over Tiere and Who have you got left as your two next strikers? So
1: my central striker, I will go for Didier Drogba for Chelsea. You've used Chelsea players already. I've only used two. Remember, I didn't pick Makalele. So you got Terry. I used John Terry and I used Petacek. Uh, check. Ash- oh I yeah, Ashley-,
0: Ashley Cole the I- Arsenal, Ashley Cole. Arsenal, yeah.
1: yeah
0: I so didn't you, pick you, you, another Chelsea used-
1: player because I wanted Drogba in my team. But why Drogba?
0: Tell me, why have you picked Drogba over all the other strikers you could pick? Like Alan Shearer, for example.
1: I could have I mean- picked, yeah, but when Drogba came to Chelsea, he kind of took him to the next level. His goals from the Jose Mourinho were like second to none.
0: Mm.
1: He was just that, I don't know, all-action striker. you dumped the ball <laughs> up for him he'd control it, he'd score a goal. If try to play the one-two, he'd control the ball, he'd play the one-two and he'd score you a goal. Especially the way it, they
0: were playing at the time.
1: You know, bulldozing through mid-defenders, he'd score you a goal. I think but, during that time when Jose was their manager, he scored so many crucial goals for them. I think he was... How many goals did he score during that? I think it was 30 goals in that season, maybe Ridiculous,
0: more. Ridiculously talented player. And for me, Carlo Ancelotti really got the best out of Didio Drogba for me personally, because he was he just he just freed him because he played like a four two diamond with elka yeah. and Drogba up front. It was just the fact when Torres came in, Drogba nor Torres got the best out of that relationship. But that was yeah. in the next decade anyway, so that was fine. But, but it's just even when
1: Mourinho Mourinho was there, he's like he'd play Drogba up front, he'd have Duff on the left and he'd have Robin on the right. Or Joe Cole on the left and Maludo
0: on the right he he just changed yeah. over time and Drogba was still there for t-
1: goals. Every time it'd be Drogba in the middle. You know they'd cross the ball to him. Drogba to there heading it, volley, finish, left foot, right foot. It's all you it. Yeah, you'd lob the ball up from the defense, up yeah. to Drogba. He, you know, shrug off three different defenders. I think if you ask any of the defenders that played against him, they'd probably say it was probably one of the most difficult strikers they faced. have Drogba, definitely. So you got Henri, yeah. you got Drogba. That's why I've got Didier Drogba in there.
0: Who's your third striker? Who's your right midfielder? Actually. And on the I, I right, who would be? I've got Cristiano Ronaldo. You you couldn't have been him. It could only have been him.
1: Sorry, it's just there's no life. one else I picked during that time. You know, two thousand seven, two thousand six, two thousand seven, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, until he left. Until he left, and when he came back from just... that World
0: Cup, he came back with a vengeance. He bought yeah. Ballon d'Or winner, yeah. Premier League Player of the Year two years in a row. Young player, Champions year, winner.
1: As well, Premier League winner. he was the first midfielder to score 40 goals in the season in England. Mm-hmm. The amazing only talent. player that scored 40, yeah. Ronaldo, the numbers speak for himself. He, you know, at the
0: time of speaking, he could have won the Euros. Well, he wouldn't yeah. have won the Euros now, but we, we don't know because this is going to be sent out after the Euros. So imagine if you got another tournament, that'd be amazing. And, <laughs> Um, we still Ronaldo,
1: you, you know he's one of the greatest players ever to ever yes. play the game and I'm so grateful that he decided to start his career at Man United
0: and he left a le- an amazing legacy at Manchester United and
1: I don't think anyone fans will ever, always appreciate that yeah and I don't think anyone's ever lived up to the hype in that number 7 shirt since he left
0: do you think anyone in the Premier League has left uh, kind of lived up to the number 7 shirt since. I don't think so. I don't think anybody has been well, up to Ronaldo's standards. It's true. It's ridiculously crazy how well he did at such a young age under Sir Alex Ferguson. But.
1: the Ronaldo at Man United compared to the Ronaldo that we saw when he went to Real yeah. were two different players because Ronaldo at Real was more of a striker. It's more he more of a finisher. Goals. Yeah. He just scored goals. But the Ronaldo at Man United was a finisher. He was... Someone who could take as many players as he wanted on. He scored amazing goals on the counter attack mm-hmm. with Rooney, with Park, you name it. Ryan Giggs,
0: Nani, Nani, Berbatov,
1: Tevez. He was amazing with Tevez, man. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, Ronaldo is Ronaldo. You can't argue against it. You can't pick anyone else in that team. You really
0: can't. And I couldn't find anyone that you can really get put in that team really yeah It's just the fact because you have you have to leave out some players obviously like ledley king for tottenham he's a really good center back alan Sheriff for newcastle yeah very much striker rooney. wayne rooney of course wayne rooney is someone i'm adding into my attack so i've got three up front i've got a kind of center attack center forward center attacking midfield and i will put wayne rooney in there for his years mm-hmm. from 2010 to 2017 under manchester united and uh what two times he won the league in there you got 30 goals in that season in 2012 playing as an attacking midfielder not even as a lone striker or anything like that ridiculous talent What else can we say about wayne rooney you and i have already done a conversation about wayne rooney but the last and legacy of him was fantastic and the fact that he's done so much for man united and for everton and for england and dc uh yeah dc i think he played for washington dc yeah for Um, like six months or something For like six months ridiculous talent scored goals Mm. assisted goals capped in the side and Led the team through a new phase of um, new phase of life after Sir Alex Ferguson, and he didn't waver his responsibility. He carried on with it. Players came and went after he went. So Van Persie left, Falcao left. Obviously, new players came in. Mm. Some of them didn't hit the heights, but Wayne Rooney was still there, trying to score goals, assist goals, and be that p- crucial member of the team. So yeah. for me, Wayne Rooney as a Manchester United player has to go into my uh, team of the decade as a like an attacking midfielder just in front of the midfield four. Mm. And then we get on to. Like, I could go for other people like Coutinho, I could go for players like Firmino, but I'm just like, you know what, Wayne Rooney really has to be in there because it's made such a difference.
1: The they didn't do what Wayne Rooney did in the Premier League, mm. Coutinho,
0: Coutinho. I think because I've used a lot of Chelsea players, I can't use Hazard as well, so it has to be like, oh yeah, Coutinho as yeah. Really like a Man player. Because so I've yeah. used what Aspilaqueta, Kante, Fabregas, yeah, so I can't use uh, you can't use Hazard, uh, in yeah. there, otherwise he would have been in there. I hated Hazard, but he's a fantastic player to watch as a neutral, but when mm. he played against you, you just winning fouls scoring goals winning time. I think
1: Hazard Hazard at Chelsea was the last that we saw the best of Eden Hazard I think yeah. the Hazard that moved to Real Madrid
0: won't hit Hazard. the heights for me I, don't, I think I don't he's think been,
1: been a he's been a catastrophe for them I think mm.
0: he would have suited Barcelona style of play personally it would have been nice to see at Barcelona he
1: should have just stayed in the Premier League
0: he just got fed up of managers changing all the time and this that and the other I guess yeah. but that's that's kind of it but yeah. i think he stayed
1: in the premier league he would have he would still be great now he's such a clutch
0: player as well like just amazing goals bangers yeah
1: ruining uh,
0: tottenham's title chance as well that was always funny to see yeah. as well but um the reason why wayne rooney's in my team is because i can't pick more than three players and otherwise i would have put Eden hazard into that but that's the <laughs> kind of why wayne rooney's in the team but now to the strikers and there's probably two of the easiest strikers i could choose so manchester City player, another one from their core a group of players from the beginning, not really the beginning, a couple of years after, but Sergio Aguero, 173 mm. goals in a decade that he scored for Manchester City. Um, yeah. He said at the time speaking that he's going to retire. So not retire, but leave Manchester City, go to another club and mm. four-time champion of the Premier League Premier. as well. He was ridiculously talented, Obviously, see the QPR moment. But he scored so many goals against Man United. He scored a lot of goals in the big games under different managers and... He just kept Man City going. And like we said before, midfielders left for Man City, defenders left for Man City, but company stayed, Silver stayed, Aguero stayed. with different stayed. managers. Yeah. You can't ask for... More. Yaya Yo, as well, to be fair, stayed a lot until Guardiola as well. They were all there
1: I hope the, the early days. I hope Aguero stays in the Premier League. If he, he is leaving, but I hope he stays in the Premier League. Who would he go to? Though? That's the thing. I don't know. Chelsea. Um, Apparently Leeds won him.
0: Bielsa I don't London. think he'd go to Leeds. <laughs> Imagine Aguero and Bamford up front. That'd be amazing. That'd be awesome. Really, there's only, really, it's only really Chelsea that can take him and afford him. Man United won't get him. That'd be amazing to get I don't Aguero. think that would happen. We're not going to get him. Arsenal will try and get him, but I don't see that happening either. But...
1: If he does leave the Premier League, I think he, he's definitely one of the best strikers ever to play in the Premier League.
0: Uh, yeah, I was just about to say he was the best striker of the last decade from 2010 to 2020. Again, 173 yeah. goals that he scored. Premier League was literally his playground, like we said about Tierra and Rui, but that's that's why we, we were doing this little decades thing, because I wanted to compare the players from that era to this era as well, and Aguero is amazing, and it was just mm. a pain to see him at Manchester and City, City. And was it 25 million they spent on Aguero, 35 yeah. million, something like that, absolute bargain, one of the best signings Manchester City have ever done, and won numerous uh, titles since, and he won the four years, yeah, uh, four times in that decade as well, which is crazy. And now we're on to our final striker. You've so got the last one. This is this was a, tr- a tricky one, I think, because I'm still going for like my favourites as opposed to the best. I could have gone for Suarez. Tevez was in there as well. Van Persie was in there as well. But mm. I'm going for Tottenham striker since 2014-15 season to current at the time, Harry Kane. The fact that he... Yeah propelled Tottenham to a new level which had never been seen under Tottenham being consistently in the Champions League, consistently fighting for top four. And the fact that mm. um even though they still bottle things here, there and everywhere, the fact they got to what was it, a Champions League final in 2019, ridiculous. The fact that uh, yeah. they still didn't win a trophy, but Harry Kane was scoring so many goals and at the time of speaking, they're still closing on an Alan Shearer's all-time record of 260 goals in yeah. in the Premier League of all time. And when you think of strikers like that, Think of like Andy Cole, um, Boyle, Shearer, Dwight York, people, Wayne Rooney, people that have been there at the highest of the Premier League levels as well. And Harry Kane will definitely be there by the time he goes, I don't want Mm. him to go abroad. I'd love him to be a Man United player. And hopefully, hopefully he decides to leave and joins Manchester United. And he's a Man United player in a Spurs show. That's how I would say it as well. Uh, Well, he could
1: leave and join Man City. I've seen him playing
0: at Man City as well on the Guardiola. He could do bits on the Manti and the Guardiola and be the Guerra's replacement, really. But yeah. again, I have to throw a little shout out to Romelu Lukaku, doing amazing for Everton, doing really well for Man United as well. Didn't do yeah. that great at Chelsea, but Lukaku is another good player. He's doing amazing at Inter Milan this decade currently. But um, that's another one I thought I'd throw out there. Who else have we got from like the earlier decades? You've got Tevez, you've got Rooney, is Anel- Decent, Berbatov. Um, so many strikers, but it's just the fact that that was kind of my team and my strike. Force at the moment, Ro- Rooney Aguero Kane, ridiculous talent. We had to choose three players per team so we couldn't like mix between them as well, which was good. But mm. I was very happy with my team. It's just the you fact could you, the you could have
1: put Fernando Torres in there. You
0: could have put Fernando Torres,
1: you could, I have, could have put him in as well.
0: 2008 to 2009
1: was like his best, but season. I don't think he comes anywhere close to DJ and the impact that he had. No, not at all. Because that's what we're looking the at, the impact
0: on all of these players and all of these players yeah. have significant impacts on their team. And
1: I think for me, it was toss-up between Drogba and Alan Shearer. Was it just because you saw Drogba more that he like went for Drogba
0: as opposed to Alan Shearer? And Alan Shearer was I saw amazing Alan Shearer as well.
1: I saw Shearer as well. But mm. Shearer did well at Blackburn. And Newcastle, he did well as well. But Newcastle yeah. didn't really do anything in the Premier League. For, yeah, that's true. You know? or win a he was. Or anything he was the top goal scorer for such a long time on Shira.
0: Sure. and that's kind of it really like would you rather be a player that stays at your at one or two clubs but not really achieve anything or win anything but be loved by the fans yeah or would and you be that records, scoring yeah. records. or would you be that guy that moves to a bigger club wins trophies and be be another member be another member of that team how would it, how would that be like imagine if Shira joined man united uh, yeah. all those years ago and he, he, said, he said like, it's Sir Alex Ferguson's fault for not picking up the phone or something like that but
1: yeah and he could have won countless number of Premier League titles and increased his goal scoring record as well
0: he could have done so much for us he could have literally been an amazing player but we got Oli Gunnar Solskjaer instead and we won the Champions League which was amazing to see
1: as well I'm like, not ready to see I'm, I don't, can't complain about the strikers we had instead of Alan Shira.
0: <laughs> we had so many strikers we did so well right there as well but Andy that's kind and of, what York Rude Van Destroy coming into it as well. Afterwards, but.
1: So sure, showing them.
0: Rooney. Yeah. Rooney was quality as well. But yeah, I quite enjoyed that person. It's just a nice little conversation to be listening to during the summer as well, when this will be posted out during our off-season. But that's kind of how I did my team. So just to go through it again, David De Gea, Virgil van Dijk, Vincent Kompany, Cesar Azpilicueta, David Silva, says Fabregas, N'Golo Kante, Gareth Bale, then Wayne Rooney, Sergio Aguero, and Harry Kane as uh, strikers. So, Adele, if you can just tell us your team again, just so.
1: Mine was Petacek, Goal. I had Ashley Cole, uh, Ferdinand, John Terry, Gary Neville. Mm. Um, my three midfielders were Stephen Gerrard, Javier Alonso, and Patrick Vieira. Mm-hmm. And the three players I had at top were Thierry Henry, Didier Drogba, and General Ronaldo. that. <laughs>
0: I'm not sure mine beats yours. I think yours is a bit better than mine, but we'll see. We'll see what happens because, again, there's so many people that we may have just forgotten as well because we're just doing this on on Clutch as well. We just said, you know what? Of course, yeah. Let's have a little conversation about it, and that's kind of how it is. But for me. Like your team is quality, the players you had of that era quality. But it's just the fact that in this era of the Premier League, the two thousand and ten era, you had different teams winning the Premier League all the time. It wasn't just Arsenal, mm. Chelsea, Man United in your era. Yeah. In my era it was a lot more Man City have won it. Leicester City, have won it. Chelsea, Chelsea Leicester. Won
1: it.
0: Man United have won it. Liverpool won it. Yeah. No, they won it in nineteen twenty, so that kind of that was the end of the era. But it's just the fact that you go through it all and you're just there like there's a lot more variety, a lot more competition in my but with yours it was just dominance, straight dominance from Arsenal, straight dominance from Man United, straight
1: From dominance, three teams, obviously. maybe. Yeah, I think there was only three teams that ran, ran all of it. Yeah. So there's that, there's
0: a time when Man United did the free peat. We won the league three times in a row, which was crazy, yeah. three years in a row, yeah. and ridiculous. Chelsea won it twice in a row.
1: That time Arsenal won it twice, won it twice. season.
0: Yeah, and you're just uh, like that's, that's the dominance of football before and after money, really. When the way we look yeah. at it, before yeah. um, Roman Abramovich, obviously, just Arsenal, and Man United dominating, and then Chelsea coming with the money, and then. But Leicester then you coming. also
1: had other clubs coming up and you know threatening Tottenham. You had, you know, different. The Premier League got a lot closer during the last decade.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree, and that whole Leicester season just sums it up for me as well. The fact yeah. that no one could be bothered to win that league. Arsenal uh, yeah. probably should have won that for me, in my opinion. Spurs bottled it at the end, and Leicester ended up just yeah. winning through and well deserved, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was just a nice little conversation. It's so a like a conversation of the team of the 2010 decade versus the team of 2000 decade. And we'll see if we get any reaction to this. But I personally like my team. I think your team is brilliant as well. But it's just the fact we have to leave certain players out. And you're just there, like. So many
1: different players, in so- midfield, especially.
0: Because I'm, I'm still looking at yours, and I'm like, you've got Ashley Cole, but you've got Ashley Cole from Arsenal, so it doesn't count. You've got these players. I've got these players. I'm like, oh, I wanted to put Hazard in. I want to put. I, I mean, yeah, just my midfield. I could, I could add so many
1: midfielders to my midfield. I could add Paul Scholes. I could add Ryan Giggs, Roy Keane, Mcauley, Robert Perez, Lampard, so many Silver. Yeah, Gareth Barry. Gareth Barry, Petrov from Villa for
0: that. Who else would say? Like Tottenham as well, you could have Ledley King. You had what? Well, Wilson Palacios, but
1: literally, just I many places. I'm
0: trying to think who was up and around that in the decades as well, in like the top five, top sixes. But
1: Chelsea had so many good midfielders when Mourinho was in charge.
0: And so many quality midfielders that didn't even make it at Chelsea, but they went on to do great things like Arjen Robin, for example. Yeah. Amazing at Bayern Munich. And yeah. even with Man United, uh, strikers like Diego Forlag didn't really do it at Man United, but did amazing elsewhere. and Atletico, cool. Villarreal, ridiculous talented yeah. players. And that was kind of it, really. But even with you, you could have easily put Fabregas in because you used so many Arsenal players, you couldn't have put him in. So I was like, I could have. Yeah, I could have. I thought I'd use. But I had, I had the young Fabregas i had peak fabric gas in my in my yeah. opinion yeah which was that but yeah thank you very much for the conversation Adil, as always it's lovely to speak to you as as we are no right? it's just something that uh, we think we'll end it there that was a little conversation of the team of the decade from 2010 decade to 2000 decade as well just facing off against each other who do you think yeah. would win just let us know on our social media when it's out but yeah enjoy your summer and take care see you later bye